2: Hello. I'm still Craig.
1: Dave.
2: (laughs) April Fool.
1: And Tori.
0: Hello, Internet.
1: (laughs) Dave got us good. (laughs) And we start every week with good thing, but we're not doing that this time because instead we're going to talk about something that we've all definitely read, including Dave, which is, of course, the Frugal Wizard's Handbook for Surviving Medieval England, Secret Project Number Two. It's out, baby. (laughs) <laughs> no, we're actually we doing it. By Craig. the way, that's the name of it. It's non-Cosmere, we did it. and we Craig's going to do good a, thing now.
3: We got a guy to write a book. We did it, guys. Yay.
0: <laughs> to be fair, he was going to write a book anyway.
3: That's a, he already wrote it. We got a guy to publish a book that he wrote.
0: <laughs> but that's okay, not a good, good thing, because all Craig. of us said that we were too busy to start that yet. So I haven't started it yet. I've again. never
1: heard of it. <laughs> uh, so now's the time when Craig talks about his good thing, prompting All him right. for the fifth time. What?
0: Five? No. Now my is the sixth prompt
1: for K- Craig to start his good thing.
0: <laughs> you are being gaslit, my friend. <laughs> I, I know, right? Okay.
2: Uh, well, my good thing this week is... Okay. I apologize in advance. Oh, I were we supposed to my... record? Uh, I, am <laughs> I am recording. Um I apologize in advance, because this is my good thing. I think that was at your expense, Tori. In the late 80s, 90s, and, and beyond, there is a group called The Real McCoy. They're my good thing. I was listening to their music on the way home today. I'm like, man, I like their music, because I like electronic Eurodance, whatever the heck genre you want to call it. I like electronic music, but they're, I think, under Eurodance. Um, I myself enjoy Alex Foley. But they they did another night, uh, automatic lover, run away. Like if you, if you heard some oh, wait, of these wait. songs in the '90s, it's that's them. automatic lover. That's a line yes. from Brain Power. Is that <laughs> referring to that song? It might, huh? I I don't. They have some weird lyrics in Brain Power, so I I'm not gonna necessarily say yes. Don't but. you try it. <laughs> uh. I'll, I'll, go, I'll look up Brain Power at the desk, but yeah, uh, I have fun with them, and I had their their CD as a kid, and I, I listened the heck out of it, and I like all their songs. And now I've decided to share that as my good thing. They're called the
3: Real McCoy. If you want to look up, if you want some '90s dance music, there you go. Wait, Brain Power is by a band called Nunuhu Aya Lunamore, or no, that's a different song by Freeze Pop. There are multiple songs called Brain Power.
1: All right. I am done. Moving on. So Dave's good thing this week is...
3: I'll tell you what my good thing is in a second. Um, but before I get into that, the thing that's not my good thing that I found out interesting is that in countries that aren't the United States, April Fool's has a noon cutoff. So if you prank someone after noon in, say, like the UK, then you, the prankster, are the fool because you missed the deadline. Man, that's not a lot of time. So in especially this, especially
1: not for us people that get up at nine o'clock. Yeah, in this one exact <laughs> and only instance, late sleepers win. <laughs> in the U.S.,
3: no. Oh, because they don't get pranked. Because, yep. Okay, but what if you want to be the pranker? Well, d- don't. You got to wake up pretty early in the morning to fool someone on April first. So my good thing this week is you guys uh, ever hear of this Big Twenty? It's a race of twenty NES games that they do a couple times a year. So the recent Big 20 race had a couple of homebrew games, and I was trying them all out yesterday, and two of them were were really fun to play. One of them was called Streamers, S-T-R-E-E-M-E-R-Z. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, It's a complete knockoff of Bionic Commando, but also kind of like tough platform, like Celeste, but not as hard as Celeste. And just it was just really hilarious. It had intentionally terrible dialogue. It had so many nods to Bionic Commando that you could pick out. Apparently also it was a like a love letter to old message boards and forums that indie developers used to hang out (coughs) on. Uh those kind of soared over my head. But I got all the Bionic Commando references. Like the uh the main villain is named Master Y and the main villain in bionic commando is master d and uh the y actually stands for some really famous indie game developers name but that's the part that went over my head so streamers that game was really fun and another one that was called space goals which i somehow missed every runner practicing that game every time i tuned into someone's stream like black attack or arcus like i always somehow missed space goals or, yeah, Space goals. but I played it uh, basically not knowing anything about it, and it's really fun. It's like, imagine Joust, but it's more kind of like an adventure game where you're trying to get, like, through a gauntlet of, like, enemies and stuff, and you have to defeat certain people. Like, you have to just defeat everyone in a room to open a door sometimes, or sometimes you have to, like, go to one side of the room and pick up a key. Uh, it was pretty short, really simple, and... Again, these are homebrew games. These are not games that were officially released for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So you can actually go and find the ROMs and legally download them because they're not licensed. So uh, if anyone's interested, I might be able to provide them. I don't know. I'd have to double check. I don't want us to get arrested. But uh, yeah, two homebrew games for the Nintendo Entertainment System that I found to be a lot of fun. They were featured in the recent Big 20 race.
1: I caught a little bit of your stream, and you were playing Vertical Frogger. Was that, that game, one I, of the games?
3: I do games? not recommend that game. That that was a game called Chicken on the Farm. I do not recommend that game. Mm. It's it's like, imagine if playing Donkey Kong Country 2, and you're the snake, uh, except you constantly have to go upward with a million darts shooting at you, and even when the darts like land, touching the back of the dart hurts you. But also, like, imagine not having any coyote frames. Like, the the frame, the absolute, like, pixel that you're not on top of a solid piece of ground, you can no longer jump. So it's like, we'll take something that seems like it should be fun, but implement it in the work. Like, it was, I didn't enjoy it. I was really looking forward to playing it, uh, Chicken on the Farm, but that's, I can't recommend it. But the other two, Space gulls and Streamers. We're, did it, did it also different. have
1: Donkey Kong Country 2's very good hitboxes that you can definitely tell where things are and what's supposed to hit you and what's supposed to miss? No, everything just hits you.
3: Okay. I don't even know. I don't. I, you sound like you're being sarcastic, but I don't. Uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 has like the worst hitboxes on the SNES. It's horrible. Super Metroid can, is bad in a couple of instances. Actually, only Space Pirates. In Super- I'm not going to. We're just, 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 just talking about some Brandon Sanderson, all right, guys?
1: My good thing this week is I went to the symphony last night. Uh, We saw Brahms v. Radiohead, which is a mashup between Brahms' first symphony and Radiohead's OK Computer album, which I feel like I would have enjoyed it better if I either cared at all about Brahms and or liked Radiohead better. As it was, it was all right. Brahms is kind of uh, a
3: one-hit wonder mm-hmm. whose music uh, puts you to sleep. So, I'm, I've, I know all the Brahm heads are gonna be uh, lambasting me in Discord now. Yep. Uh the Brahm heads is who you need to worry about <laughs> between those two, the fan the fan bases of those two acts. I'm not saying anything about Radiohead. I'm just saying I only know one piece by Brahms, and it is the, the lullaby. it is the mm-hmm. famous lullaby. Oh, Brahms <laughs> did one piece. Wow, that guy's got staying power. (laughs) Yeah, he composed uh, music for all 12,376
1: episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say that it was the weirdest version of No Surprises that I have ever heard. And that's probably my favorite song off of OK Computer. And it was bizarre. They took some liberties with that one.
3: Is that a reference to OK Google?
1: Craig, is it? I don't know. Would that be a reference to, okay, Google, order 30 pounds of gummy worms? (laughs) Okay, Google, bypass my credit card
3: authentication (laughs) and send Dave a copy of Breath of the Wild to Song of the Siren? songs,
0: Tears of the Kingdom.
3: Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, And here is his address, Uh, 1600 i don't advocate Avenue, any of washington, this washington dc united states
2: wait you're saying it to <laughs> the white house
1: mail to dave joe biden <laughs> dave <laughs> carol joe, joe biden <laughs>
3: i mean we're from the same state so you know <laughs> Close up. Yeah, just for the next time, he comes home, he can drop it off to my
1: house. All right, Tori, fix us, please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I don't know if I have enough time to do that, but I can tell you about my good thing this week, which is a series of graphic novels called Yokai Cats. Uh, so it's not really a graphic novel; it's more a collection of comic strips uh, about cats that. Also happen to be yokai, which is a a, a supernatural being um, in Japanese mythology. There's lots of different we play kinds phasmophobia. of yokai. Um, <laughs> they're kind of like uh, they're they're basically the inspiration for Pokemon, and that there's lots of different types of uh, it's like a, demons and ghosts and creatures and um, so the artist, which is uh, Pandania, uh, just. Took a yokai and a cat and combined them, so you've got like um,
3: meowkai,
0: <laughs> uh, like the the ninyo, which is the, the the mermaid, you know, in in <laughs> Japanese mythology. It, except it's the top half is a cat and the bottom half is a fish, and uh, so it, it. And her owner. Why is... Why would you
3: ruin the best half <laughs> of a mermaid? And
0: her owner is this uh, corporate chairman of uh, a huge company and uh everyone is afraid of him he's basically a mafia boss and they're like oh the boss is so intimidating and then he gets home to his little mermaid cat parfait and just dotes on her and loves her and thinks she's the best thing ever and uh I'm not explaining this well, but it's a, it's just a series of little comic strips about these demon cats and their owners and how their owners deal with the fact that they are not normal cats, except that they're just like normal cats. <laughs> and it's adorable, and I love it, and you should look it up. There's uh, six volumes that I know of, and they're, they're very quick reads. They won't take you any time at all.
1: And in Japanese, the, the word for the noise a cat makes is nyan.
0: Uh-huh
1: so it wouldn't it wouldn't be meow-kai, it would be
3: Nyankai. but the cat's name was Parfait-nyan.
0: yeah parfait parfait was the mermaid one and there's uh, one that's uh, azuki arai who who just likes to wash azuki beans that's all it wants to do it's just got a little bowl and the owner has to keep it full of beans so that the cat can wash the beans <laughs> and
3: toby yes and right. so is in in Japan, is the Pokemon Mewtwo called Niantu?
0: I don't know that.
3: It could be. There's there's just no way to learn that information, Dave. Mm. If only we had access to a world of information at
1: our fingertips.
0: Yeah, but, but we don't. Ask Jeeves. So...
1: Ask Jeeves died so many years ago, Dave, <laughs> and nothing has come around to replace it.
0: Yeah, we better just move on to chapters. I think.
3: But before that, really quick, I have a question for you as a librarian, okay, Tori. Okay. Does my Farside by Gary Larson omnibus count as a graphic novel? Uh,
0: so that, that really would just be a, a comic strip collection. Um, I don't know why, um. but so like the older ones that are... If it was published in the newspaper before, a lot of libraries still keep that in the 700s with the drawing books. Uh, but... If it's newer, like if it's based on a webcomic or, you know, it's never been published before, it'll end up in the graphic novel section.
3: Order of the Stick actually does have a continuing story. Okay. Oh, I had a crossword puzzle clue this week that was 500s in the Dewey Decimal System.
0: So, science?
3: Yeah, the answer was science. Uh. It was actually abbreviated. It was SCI. I see. (laughs) Chapter 92 of A Brandon Sanderson by Rhythm of... Uh, tour publishing, uh, some of that's mixed up, but the title is called a uh, different kind of gift. Rock's daughter's name, whatever.
1: Wait, what? We oh, wait, that did was this last. One. That was
3: last week. Chapter ninety three. I don't have the liberty of being allowed to watch craig's stream to see the title and know what chapters are on. But let's start chapter ninety three. Eh, strong enough. If Shalan no longer exists, then who voted to kill Kellic? Weakness doesn't make someone weak. Vale thinks that Formless is Shallan. Lucentia disguise. Wit is smart and says pattern is like a chicken. Radiant killed Ili. I told you it wasn't Vale. Formless isn't real, you guys. Vale pieces out. Strength before something or other. Tidakar wants Kellek's secrets. He should have asked Kelsier instead. Shallan forgets to kill Kellek. Sekir is not
1: being very honorable. You you missed out on the best part. Yeah. You better believe I did. Adolin doesn't or Adolin knows a guy who doesn't know any one armed um Alethi jokes. Adolin's in the next chapter. No, but he's now
3: he's in this chapter. He's like weakness doesn't make someone weak. I know this guy with one arm who lost every duel, but like if you Oh yeah if you look at him yeah. compared <clears throat> to his natural ability, like he actually far surpasses And he wins most all the people. arm wrestling
0: competition.
3: And he wins your heart. That <laughs> he doesn't know any one armed Alethi jokes because he's
1: too serious. And that's the end of chapter ninety three. Unless Craig wants to translate. From Dave to human. Alright, uh um, we begin
2: this chapter <laughs> from Formless's perspective. Uh rising early to go finally deciding to go take care of uh, Kellic,
3: Formless has voted to, to do something about it, and so she does. Um, but they need two votes, right? So if Formless and Shallan are the same, then where did the second vote come from?
1: Sounds like cheaty to me. Form- Formless gets three votes. <laughs> Formless voted um, for Formless to get three votes, so now Formless gets three votes. So wait, Ash-
3: and it, does this work like a genie? Are you allowed to... In this... In this cosmology,
1: are you allowed to wish for more wishes? No, but you can wish to be transported to an an utter otherwise identical reality, where that limitation isn't placed on genies.
3: Why didn't Aladdin do that?
1: So
2: uh, anyway, uh, she first bumps into Adelin because he, he sleeps there. Um, wait, does <laughs> he sleep there? In her room. <laughs> yeah, he, he he they are staying together. Um, and essentially, he gives her this talk about. Hey, don't you remember the shirtless someone... Adeline scene? Of course, they live together. It's true. Uh, what actually makes someone strong? Like, what kind of person is strong? Is it someone who displays a type of weakness? That sort of thing. So, um, that's Dave's weakness. Doesn't make someone weak. It makes you know. It makes them strong. What's my
1: weakness? Try. Let's let's try that again, Craig. Don't, it's don't not displaying everyone. some sort of weakness. It's having had to deal with some sort of weakness for your entire life. Is. You, you gain strength through that. That's yes. Strength that, that, before that's weakness. Better. That's
3: actually Adolin is saying weakness before strength. If yep. you think about it, yep. that's why he can't be a radiant. Destination before <laughs> journey. <laughs> death before mm. life. Uh, anyway, um, syrup before like pan a seed Has to die before milk before cereal. <laughs> sorry, I, I went too far. I'm, I'm sorry. See, it's, that's it's, the, it's the thing April now. Was,
2: that is the thing. <laughs> So, um, yeah. Um, now, during this, while this is happening, Vale can still talk, you know, in Shalon's mind. And basically, she believes formless, you know, is, is actually formless at this point. This is still Shalon, but, you know, the form could eventually crystallize. So it's like, well, you know, Crystals. essentially, what are you doing? <clears throat> what is her actual plan here? And she's thinking about how maybe joining the Ghostbloods is the best thing for her. Like, just do whatever it is that they're saying to do. Um, that way she could essentially hide from her past and and her actions. Because and, and like she doesn't feel like, like she deserves that yeah. What her current life. Um, so she takes the form of one of the, the honor spren that, that she sees around. So that way she can sneak into Collect's uh, apartment. As she's going away, Pattern shows up and tries to essentially... Follow her, talk her out of this, and he basically says he's been talking to Wit, and he he passed along the messages that we should love you, and, you know, you are loved.
3: <laughs> Wit says we should love you. Come.
2: <laughs> well, show yeah. Yeah. Um, and Wit Radiant also does talk like at this chicken. point, and admits that Radiant was the one who killed uh, Eli.
3: Although Vale was preparing to do so,
2: Vale was preparing it, but Radiant was the one who did it. They were a little bit indecisive at the at that point in time. Um, there's more discussion Shallan, about two votes about formless why why Vale was created in the first place and Vale essentially took a lot of the memories of Shallan's history, like what happened, and took it into herself. And she was sort of created to to cope with this sort of thing. She wasn't just made to be the the secret spy assassin type person, but she was also to deal with some of these memories. And she took that on. And she decided that she's she's done. She passes the memories back to Shalon. What um, kinds of and, memories? And you know, she's she's like, my work here is done. Here's all my skills. Here's all my memories. It's it's just you happy memories,
1: this. Dave. That's all. That's all Vale was taking was all happy the happy memory. memories. Yeah, killing killing her mom. We we get to see
2: the memories. Yes, Shalon formed a shard blade and killed her mom. So
3: Shalon's a paladin now, right? <laughs> If my lore is correct on these types of things.
1: What? <laughs> no, no, no. Kaladin is a paladin. It's because his Kaladin name is the same, the but with a swapped first letter. So Shalon would be a uh, palan. <laughs> Chevron. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Shellac. Well, like, remember when Cecil, like, Dark Knight Cecil, like, walked into uh, Paladin Cecil and, like, he absorbed him? Mm-hmm. It's like, it was yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, it's like that. Got
3: spoilers, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Spoilers for a 25-year-old game. And that, like, every artwork of Cecil is him as a paladin. I think it's 30
0: by now, Craig.
3: Thank you, Tori. No, Link to the Past was 30 years ago, like, five years ago. I don't know. We'll look it up later. Anyway. 25 years ago. We we
2: do get to see that memories, and whatever cryptic she had at the time, she immediately broke her oaths and and created a Deadeye, which... By the way, to be fair, that cryptic did We could say, say to Dave, "You are right, sir. You have
3: figured it us out." I threw it as soon as I saw the guy. I was like, "Who would have killed a cryptic ten years ago?" Hey, so folks. We're Sadius.
1: Would you so like on. to have seen Dave count out math on his fingers to try to work out a, a year for how long ago Final Fantasy IV came out? because uh, you can do that if you join our Patreon well, I'm at patreon.com slash Cosmerecast
0: Google tells me it was 1991
1: and so if you if you agree to pay us even as little as a dollar a month you can join in our live recordings and watch Dave try to do math on his fingers oh uh, yeah well here's a here's a number one for you Mike I won't actually do it Thanks, yeah, Dave. That, that's a better number <laughs> one I like that better Patreon.com slash CosmereCast. There's other stuff, too, but you've heard most of it already. Unless this is your first episode, in which case... Man, this is here? a weird one. This is a weird episode to start with, but hey, thanks for checking us out. But it All is right. the most recent episode, so
3: like, it makes sense if you're just tuning in now and you're like, I want to check out the latest episode. this is the latest episode, episode at the time of its release, so it makes sense. All right, so continuing on. So the, this whole discussion happens, Shallan... Ab-
2: remembers her past she's embracing the memories and she also embraces of course the veil um so personality. like this memory Identity. leads me to believe she killed her mom by accident there's definitely but, something going it's but, not 100 accidental there's something going on but yeah maybe. what happened
3: like i, I thought Whit that did it. she said that no we actually don't know
0: what happened yet but oh, like, i know what
3: happened Wit did it mm. Either <laughs> either you said or I read that Shallan had a reason for killing her mom. But this made it sound like she she tripped on a snag on the carpet while she was playing with her pet cryptic shard blade and accidentally it slipped out of her hands and so, like so, so decapitated Dave, her mom. So, there, like, what? There's
2: a reason. However, I'm not certain when or how we found out the information. So I promise you, at the end of the book, if it's not revealed within this book, we'll, we'll tell you everything we know. So I'm not gonna remember by then. What? If well, us just if, a talk about Shalon. We'll we'll talk about Shalon and and a little bit of her history.
1: If I'm understanding what Dave is trying to say here, and I like to think that I am, you're suggesting <laughs> hey, good that luck. Even during this big accepting her her shuttered memories and 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 revealing them to us and herself. That even then, she's still hiding some stuff. Is that what you're suggesting?
3: Well, Veil vale pieced out, but did Radiant piece out? Did no, Radiant didn't piece didn't. out? No.
0: Refo?
3: If Radiant pieced out, she didn't make a big show of it like Veil vale did. Radiant did not. Well. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Rafo.
2: <laughs> Radiant, <laughs> <did not Rayfow. laughs> Radiant did not.
1: Radiant did not. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a much of a spoiler hey, to say at I by mean, this chapter Ra- radiant
3: pieced out as as dead as
1: yasna is all right listen radiant is an alethi swordswoman which means she's probably illiterate
3: she
2: <laughs> she didn't um you know have the big passing of memories over that's why we can definitely say she's still around
3: radiant so wait what memories is radiant covering up because radiant didn't even come until like she started training but listen, she didn't there was no radiant until she started training. We with saw veil vale being
2: created in words of radiance, but that doesn't mean she was wasn't given other
3: memories and stuff as well, which is what happened with veil vale. No, we didn't we yes we did well, we <laughs> saw her start to utilize veil, vale, but like this yeah. this chapter confirms that veil vale, or at least the idea of veil vale, came in the conception inception deception well uh when she killed cryptic number one pattern pattern prime i guess i don't know um so yeah it was she didn't acknowledge veil vale until she started spy training with tyne but like veil vale was still there so i guess my point is that the thing i said before about radiant coming later doesn't matter because if veil vale came later but veil vale was from before then it
1: doesn't uh, whatever Radiant was created so Shalon could learn how to stab things and be taller, and also be on time for things. And be bustier. I'm pretty sure Radiant she also. Yes, I I was actually gonna say that. It was very, that,
3: that was a very. That was a yeah. That was part of it. <laughs> that was she was like, "How do I be more like Yasna? <laughs> this this guy's cousin. It's uh, kind of
1: weird." But that was a, yeah, it's in the book. I mean, she's met some other people that Adolin has dated. He seems to have a type. There's a conversation about it, I think, in Oathbringer. Continuing on, um, so during this whole discussion and
2: everything that happens, uh, eventually Kellek opens the door and, oh, there's Shallan. And Shallan's like, I was going to kill you, but you're now safe for me. And she puts the dagger down. But I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> she, no, she she admits that she she doesn't want to do what the Ghost Bloods are saying, and Thidakar, and and Kellick says like Thidakar you know
1: wants to know his secrets. Um, yeah, she doesn't want to do what the Ghostbloods want to do because Vale's not there anymore. Vale, vale was the was, Ghostblood member. Vale no, nah, vale vale changed
3: her vote. Vale didn't want to kill Kelly. Vale doesn't really want to just follow along. That was her it. undoing. <laughs> so she acted yeah, yeah, so, out of character and poofed into oblivion. They, they have so a the brief discussion failed. the second radiant picks her nose she's gone
2: but but Shalon does like you really need to start like reconsidering the whole trial thing like it's a sham trial um and while this whole discussion is happening the Print pop up like oh you're trying to to change the the trial we're going to lock you both up and oh, sucks they for you we'll have kind to see
3: of what happens have next a chapter. point but then also they take away any moral high ground they might have had yep so let's find out what happens next chapter in the trial and the next chapter is called Sacrifice. That's right? oh. chapter number 94. Radiance, Recreance, Nahel Sprint. What's Nahel spren? That's the three R's, Dave. It starts with an R as much as arithmetic does. The,
0: I'll give you that. So the Nahel Sprint are the ones that can do the Nahel Bond. So the uh, Radiance Sprint.
1: Oh. Which is different from the Zehel Bond. <laughs> but the N is sideways.
3: Wait, did I make this joke already? This book is so long, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if I brought this up or not. <laughs> Didn't I call it like the sideways Zahelbond or something like that?
0: The book like is so that? long that the Z fell asleep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and ironically, it became not a Z. It, it, it,
0: so it's laid down <laughs> and it's asleep
3: now. Oh my goodness. Uh, all right. So yeah, great great words from Kellick there that I don't remember. Psyker uh, is a windy passage spren. These guys are mean to Maya. Take my energy, Maya. We chose. <laughs> you did the take my energy <laughs> mode. I love it. Uh, Ask me, whatever.
1: It's an audio medium, Craig.
3: <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about.
1: But you could <laughs> if you go to patreon.com slash We chose.
3: See? The spren recreants themselves. But why? There must be something even recreancer to fear.
0: Bum, bum, bum.
1: Hmm. Well, answer your own question, Dave. Come on.
0: But why? But why? Yeah, yeah
1: I
3: did. There must be something even record-answered if here, which, as we all know, is... Yeah, right? Yep, pretty clear to me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean... I know that you guys are experts on gas chromatography, and then you could probably elaborate on it
1: and uh, better than I could. So I'll hand this one over to Craig. I mean, <laughs> I really feel like you just nailed it. Like, there's not really anything else we could say to make it clearer. Yeah, ten, nailed it or nailed it. Ten
0: out of ten. No notes.
1: <laughs> hmm.
2: Yeah. So this is the the final day of the trial for Adolin. Um We go in, and in this case, it's. Secure Sekir? Secure. No, Tori's nodding. <laughs> I've, been, it. I've been pronouncing be right. si-
3: I've been pronouncing it because it makes him sound like a Final Fantasy character. It does. So <laughs> he, he is pre- is it a he or a she? It's a he. He is presiding uh in place
2: of kelic And they're like, Well, this, this is your final chance. Time time to say, you know, your last few things and, and in this case, uh, the judge has a few things to say about it and you know, he's he he's clearly not unbiased
3: he's very biased so.
2: no it's the judge
1: from ghostbusters too.
3: there are no ghosts yeah but i'll get you free if you kill these ghosts for me
2: so um and and then as the big you know i guess the last card to play he brings in maya into trial mm. to to have her be a witness against aelin and of course as far as they know um the, uh, the Dead Eyes don't really say anything because they, they don't believe that Adolin was was speaking the truth when he actually heard her name in the first place. So it's like, you know... But they looked it up. She she looks angry. Like, the Dead Eyes is clearly agitated and isn't comfortable with all these other sprint around. And it's like, I'm just going to have that blame sit on Adolin because look at it. Look, look, look at how angry she is. You just want to use her as a weapon? Like, look at this. And then she speaks. We chose, also, you will not take my sacrifice, um, or something like that. I'm, I'm heavily paraphrasing, because that's not the exact words. Like, yeah. look it up, though.
3: So, essentially, the Spren agreed to the Recreants. Yes. It wasn't just Radiance breaking their bonds. It was Spren consciously making the decision to become Deadeyes. For some... for. You know, for the reason that we all know and love that Craig is about to expound on. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Well, she does explain. We don't know. She see. does explain, uh, it's not in this chapter, but she does explain that uh, they didn't know they would become deadites. That uh, they knew whatever yeah. it was would hurt, uh, but they didn't know what would become of them afterward.
3: But it was worth the risk of the unknown. Was this Baye to Mishram's fault? Like, didn't the recreants happen in a response to the false desolation?
2: Yes. The timing is very
3: close. Interesting. Well, Eight we should to probably definitely capture Baio Mishram and throw her into the ocean or something. Yeah. Well, it, she is captured in a perfect gem. That's sort of the problem. Wait, you yeah. need a perfect gem to capture Oh, if, if you want probably, to keep
2: them in the gem, yes. Does
3: that? Did they use that ruby from the Thalen? Yes, they did. Like, like the vaults to capture Nergal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Should I remember that? You just did. Good job. Only because Craig let it slip.
0: What? That's not a slip. What?
3: <laughs> you accidentally reminded me of something I already knew, you fool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Playing right into I our hands. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: um, yeah, so that that was a big reveal, and essentially
3: the trial, well, it sort of ends on and that it, note. It took us... Uh, took us 60 episodes guys but we got there everyone yeah. everyone yeah, ran yeah, we, away yeah, like oh my gosh finally found out that the recreants was was a deal between the spren and the radiance it wasn't just the radiance abandoning them just like the
1: void spren wait Voidbringers weren't void bringers the whole time if only there what if only there was a an order of radiance that didn't <laughs> kill off their spren that were around then and are still around now. And could have told everybody ask, what
0: happened. Yeah. It's too bad there's nobody like that.
3: Yeah. Stormfather. Well, but there's, what happened to Storm Bond Billy before? Stormfather who didn't bonded? have a
0: bond at that time.
3: Correct. Did, did Night Watcher?
2: The sibling was the one who was bonded during the Bay Ada Mishram recreance didn't and the sibling False desolation like, thing. False desolation. I should say the false desolation, not the and, and Didn't they, the
3: sibling escape dead
2: eyes
0: Because they had well, uh, yeah. ended the, their... They
1: mis- the sibling broke their bond. Yeah. They, before. for some
2: reason, knew to break the bond before the recreants, is what we are explicitly told but in the book. wait a minute.
3: If, if the recreants... If, if the Spren were in on the recreants, then why is the sibling not trusting of humans?
0: I don't know. Maybe we'll hear more about that later.
3: Well, maybe they knew that something like the Recreants would be inevitable. It wasn't so much that humans aren't trustworthy. It was that the the path of Radiance ship always leads to recreant
0: Okay, next chapter.
3: Hmm. Because wasn't, like, Stormfather, like, you know Kaladin's going to kill you, Sulphrena? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, humans always break their oaths. It maybe wasn't like an indictment against humans. It was just kind of like the natural, you know, radiant radiance ship always leads to, to breaking oaths. Not necessarily blaming the humans, but just like because of whatever the other thing is.
0: Oh yeah, that like, that's a good point. Like maybe that's like we we have to make a whole bunch of new radiant bonds so we can break them to do what to, to power whatever this other thing is.
3: Yeah, like when you have like a really nice Zora spear, but you have to break it on a Lionel's head because it does double damage mm-hmm, when you break mm-hmm. it. Yeah,
0: just like that.
1: And Mike will keep me honest on that comment. <laughs> uh, chapter. Uh, I think that I think it's only double damage when you throw a broken uh, a weapon as it breaks. No, I thought it's well, when you, you hit throw hit something too, because
2: it does the smack and it like zooms in for it. Well. The screen like freezes for a moment. It's like no matter what you do, if you break a weapon on an on an enemy, I thought it does extra damage. All right, next chapter.
1: But I do know that if you're actually riding on the back of a lionel and you're like poking it in the back of the head, and Dave's irritated at me because I'm not letting him go to the next chapter, uh, it doesn't uh, reduce the durability of your weapons. So you can actually like extend your weapons by by climbing up Ooh. on the back of a lionel and going ding 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 ding.
0: I love doing that. it. That's you so off. satisfying.
3: Next chapter, Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> what do you think's gonna happen
1: next? Well you can fuse so, stuff together according to the to the trailers. So Clammy And what is up with Matt's arm? And did Tori play
3: uh the prequel Hyrule Warriors game? Yet? I
0: did, yes. Nice. Yeah.
1: I just want hookshot magnesis.
3: Yeah, I was watching a friend I was watching Miss Metroid play. Uh, Breath of the Wild, and she's doing it for the first time, and I'm just like, man, this would be really cool to have a hookshot here, and there are, like a lot of spots. Uh, but a yeah, hookshot Magnesis uh, ripped right out of Oracle of Ages. I don't remember which one, but there was basically a
1: there was a hookshot Magnesis in one of those games. I don't remember I don't like which one either. Games. Like, give me the <laughs> hookshot in Breath of the Wild, but make it Magnesis so it only works on metal stuff. So there's limitations, you know and I can't what? just do I it everywhere.
0: Want... I want the Sand Spinner from Twilight Princess. I love that thing. Oh, I hated that thing so much. The (laughs) Beyblade? Yes, (laughs) Oh,
3: man. You know who is OP in in Age of Calamity Hyrule Warriors? Impa. It's like, oh, Impa is so strong, but also you can have, like, ten of her. And have, like, one of the strongest characters in the game, but also be ten of you. And, like, increase your special attack gauge ten times as fast. <laughs> Dude, Impa was great. Impa and Mifa were the two I played the most. I think.
0: Yeah, Mifa was. Mifa had some kit. That's yeah.
3: if you if you had a level where you were playing as multiple characters, you could actually just have Mifa heal them. Uh huh. <laughs> it was kind of broken. All right, chapter ninety five. Tears at what she truly was. 14 months ago, that's almost a year. And I legit, I don't remember, is it 10, 10 months is a year? This chapter is headed by saying 14 months ago, but I don't That's A year is 10 Everything months is 20 10. months? Everything's 10. But 20 is 10, twice. Like yep. you could have like the out year and the in year.
1: Every year is like 500 golf. days, plus the weeping, except when it's the weeping like, isn't. There's 10 month? months, but
2: days, each then? month is 50 days or something like that. So this With is almost a year. Got it. With ten but weeks but a little, almost a year month. and a
3: half, even. Ten weeks and one week. I bet after View reunites the listeners and becomes their queen, Ulam will take credit for yeah. it. He'll be like, yeah, see, I told you that you would get all these accolades. Rando's spear guy. Shore blood! No! no! In case you forgot about Brandon's equinophobia, uh, here it is. I don't think he has a fear of horses.
1: I think he has a very deep hatred of horses. So as an... Equinolothia, mm. Maybe. Just cannot stand a to, have, guys. to have... I think this is how language happens, you guys. <laughs> if if there's a horse... Okay, it's it's like a Chekhov's gun, but it's a horse that gets bisected by a giant sword. <laughs> Aw. I mean, Straff had it coming, but... Poor horse. No,
0: it's Chekhov's gun <laughs> and Sanderson's horse. If there's a horse, you know it's going you- to get killed later. Like...
1: You introduce a horse in Act One, and then you bisect it with a giant sword in Act Three. That's just mm-hmm. that's just science.
0: I mean, sorry. so is is Gallant gonna die? No, sorry, but spoiler for Dave. I'm so sorry. Bella survived like the first I don't know how many books of the Wheel of Time, but as soon as Sanderson takes over, Bella dies.
3: <laughs> the, that, there you got, you really? Wow. <laughs> oh man. I Is Tory telling remember. the truth? Is
1: Tory lying? <laughs> I know, but Craig and Dave don't. I'm
3: I just think it's funny if it's sure. sure I, didn't, so. I didn't remember which one was Shoreblood and which one was Gallant. Now I'm not yeah. sure. Uh,
0: no, Sh-
3: Short Shoreblood was Adolin's. Yeah, the dead one. Shoreblood's the dead one. Okay. And Gallant's yeah. the one that Adolin grooms because he misses Shoreblood. Yes. The Dalinar's old horse. Yes. He's sort of. Yeah. And you can't beat an old horse unless you're Brandon Sanderson.
1: Mm-hmm. And Dálinar broke his oath with Galant, no, so Dálinar <laughs> is now really did. no. So so Galant is now a dead eye's horse And yeah, oh They gosh. are called the Third Shard.
0: Oh yeah, he gave up all his other shards. There you go.
3: Yeah. So wait, when you get to like around the fourth ideal, then you get shard. Did you get like shard plate, right? Maybe the fourth or fifth. You do. Couldn't say. Um, so, okay, so when you get to like the fourth or fifth ideal, you get shard plate. So, what ideal do you have to be at to get a stadium? Ooh.
1: Sixth, six.
3: Look, many- Mike and I <laughs> agree, so it must be true. <laughs> and okay, then how many ordeals are there? Ideals, twelve. <laughs> how many no, mount no, there's ordeals? There's ten. <laughs>
1: does Cecil have to climb before? Because there's a ten
0: pallet? of everything. <laughs> oh, I
3: mean, it depends. Yeah.
1: It depends on if you're playing the uh, FF four randomizer and if you like who's who's carrying your team. Like, is it Sid? Because it's always Sid. Mm.
3: Doesn't doesn't Edgar get the spoon though, or Edward? Edgar's the guy with the chainsaw. Edward is the guy with the spoon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And actually, fun fact: Edge is short for Edgar, so he also is Edgar.
1: No, Edge Did is every... short because of <laughs> because of childhood uh, lack of nutrients.
0: Anyway, blood, no. And.
1: That's, and
3: Sh- Brandon uh, why you no care about your sister Vinley? oh cause she's a coward alright uh, that's that's chapter 95 Tori
0: yep so this is a flashback so we've got Vinley and she's on the battlefield and uh, some some soldier comes up and is totally gonna skewer her and she's like no no I'm a scholar and the soldier moves on and she's like oh I can't believe that worked and then she she keeps like <laughs> Dodging attacks and trying not to get shanked and. Um... This do guy we... was
3: just like a rando, right? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. yeah do we know who that is? It's t- I like. I yeah, feel like it's got to be a Bridge Four
2: guy. Like, yeah. Yeah. They,
0: they That's got to be the
2: nod to someone.
0: A Bridge Four guy would totally be like, "Oh, I'm not going to kill a scholar and and move on." Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like uh, I, I would believe
3: Cal- a bridge Kaladin four that. Kaladin was back at camp, like saving Elicar mm-hmm. from Moash, right? At this. Uh, time yeah like i
1: know why the guy didn't kill her because she wasn't an active threat and she wasn't singing and those were those were the orders was active threats people singing
0: anyway bridge four um bridge four so as as vinley is is running around
3: bridge four
1: thank you dave i I can't help but notice that you didn't do the bridge four salute
2: (laughs) isn't it cross the arms like this
0: (laughs) um so as vinley is running away like brave sir robin um she sees a dead Rishadium on the battlefield and and we know that's Shortblood. no um yeah and then she uh she sees eshanai uh fighting and and she's like oh maybe i should help eshanai and then she's like no nah, no nah, eshanai's got this and
1: um what's Venli gonna do really yeah that's what she, she tells could herself shoot lightning at she could shoot She's lightning like... at I's plate and supercharge it.
3: Is she in
0: storm form? Storm form?
3: And she yes.
0: sees I uh. fall down.
3: Ah, she'll be fine. <laughs> As we
1: all to know, fair, falling she... doesn't kill people. <laughs> to be
3: fair, she did survive the <laughs> yeah, fall. Yeah, no body,
0: no crime. <laughs> which is what I was saying at the end of the latest episode of Bad Batch, which was a cliffhanger and somebody fell, and I'm not going to say who, but nobody, no crime.
3: So wait. It was Jeff. There was no hanging. If they fell then they weren't hanging. They oh, right. were hanging. Sorry, David, oh, right. it was a Clip. chasm yes. hanger. mm
0: mm-hmm. I, I see what you're going for. Chasm hanger.
3: Chasm hanger. Oh, is that where all the chasms go in for repairs and refueling?
1: <laughs> no, they just slap a little duct tape on there. <laughs>
3: oh, that's when you when you put your clothes out on the line thick covers the span of the chasm. They got the lines, mm-hmm. and you hang your clothes on yep. them to dry.
0: Exactly. That's
1: why it's so damp down in the down in the bottom of the chasm. Yeah, that's where oh, all the laundry yeah. water drips.
3: And that's probably what the chasm fiends drink.
0: Next chapter.
3: Chapter 96, A Thousand Lies. Kellek wants to free his girlfriend by Edo Mishram. Benley tells Relaine everything. I don't think leaving the Radiance right now is very oathy of Venley though. Hopefully, Yaxlim is still alive and loves Fenley. So yeah, this is mostly a, just a conversation between Fenley and Relaine. And Relaine's like, you gotta help us free the Radiance." And, you know, Venley's like, oh, don't you realize there's more listeners out there? And Relaine's like, we can check on them later. And Venley's like... No, but I have to prove that I'm not evil. Let me explain all the things that I did to convince you that I'm not evil. <laughs>
1: and Benly's and... like, hey, Relaine, do you hate me? And Relaine's all like, yeah, I sure do. No,
0: Relaine's like, I'm going to need some time to process this, Venley. Which, you know, fair.
1: And,
3: uh, yeah, weren't Relaine and Eshenai buds? Relaine was,
1: yeah, Eshenai, yep. Yeah. And Benley basically got her killed. Mm. She was the younger sister, always tagging along. Anyway, Venley's like, hey, I should have had all of these all of your friends, I should have had them killed. But I wasn't thinking, and Esh and I was, and she let them escape. And Relaine's all like, you were gonna have them killed? And Venley's all like, you're just you're really hyper focused on that, aren't you, man? He's like, Yes <laughs> <laughs> So, uh what is Venley's oath? It's I
3: will free those who have been prisoned or something. I will free those who have I will free those who have been imprisoned, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I will free those who have wrongly been convicted of being responsible for all of mankind's dishonorable
2: actions. I will seek freedom
0: for those in bondage.
2: (laughs) I will seek freedom for those in bondage. She's basically the key
1: master. All prisoners will be released.
3: hmm. But she's ignoring the radiance that are, are being imprisoned to go and meet up with the listeners who are free. Mm. And mainly because she wants to check up on her mom, which is understandable, but also like, I need to find mom because she's the only person that'll accept me right now. So it's a little sus. And also her mom had serious mental deteriorate deteriorate deterioration all right cut back in now (laughs) also her mom had serious mental deterioration so it's questionable
1: whether yaxlin will even recognize Venley. hey guys that was a real tough word that dave just said in one try wasn't that cool (laughs) (laughs) and uh, i should try that sometime right
0: (laughs) no signs of mental deterioration from him
3: is it also, the other listeners that are in that group will almost surely just hang Venli as soon as they see her. <laughs> like,
0: oh, look, it's the traitor. I, feel like, Venly,
3: I feel like Venli should maybe help the Radiance right now, if for no other reason, but that's kind of following her oath that she has, you know, with Tambor with at the moment. And she's trying to explore her Radiant powers.
1: I mean, okay. Yeah. you're. I think you're putting a little bit too much on this, because, like, a, a level two Windrunner isn't responsible for protecting everybody that they ever have met, right? It's more of like, do you have an opportunity to protect someone who needs to be protected? Cool, you should do that. So, like, Venley isn't, her, her overriding job here isn't get absolutely everybody who is imprisoned free. It's, you know, more opp- opportunistic than that.
3: Yeah, I guess when her words were rejected, she was actively ignoring
1: Lyft. Craig, Craig, have some courage. Say that out loud. Dave is right? Yeah, now explain it. No, Rayfo.
3: I don't even know what... What I didn't even ask anything.
2: Why don't we wait and see what happens with Fenley? That's not even what Rayfo means. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we wait and read
3: what happens to Fenley? Maybe we'll find out in chapter 97. Doubt. Which is titled Freedom. Oops, no. It's actually Ribonial and uh, Navani. All right. Uh, okay, Kellek, we get it. You want to kiss a spren? Sheesh. Weirdo.
1: Hey, you've only. <laughs> ev- Ba'ido Mishram has only ever been imprisoned in a gem in your lifetime. You haven't seen her out of the gem. That's true. No wonder I love music so much. It works. All right, Craig, explain
3: that scene. Why do I love music so much? <laughs>
2: okay, well, this is a Navani chapter, and um, she's essentially trying to figure out how to, to make the, the tone that she's trying to do. Um, and, she, you know, it's sort of doing this in secret. And because she doesn't want uh, Raboniel to, to figure it out. So if you remember from last time, they played the, the combined um, tone, and she saw the sand and basically saw the, the waves of the sand. So you can actually see what it looks like, maybe from like a mathematical perspective, let's say. Um, so she's trying to create the, the anti-one.
3: Um, the anti-void sprint, the anti-void light tone.
2: So, um, yeah, so, so she's trying to do that. Um, Dave, why do you love music so much? Is it because it's math?
3: Yeah. Yeah! It worked!
1: Craig, science for us. How does Uh... this work? Or, or, let me back up. How does, like, noise-canceling headphones technology work? Because I feel like it's a very similar thing happening. So... From what I recall, noise-canceling
2: headphones are playing uh, a frequency, certain frequencies of sound, which um, are essentially in such a way that... So, okay, this is, again, I'm a computer scientist, not a physicist.
0: Not a linguist.
2: Not an engineer. I'm going to get it wrong. (laughs) I apologize. Come yell at me in Discord. Prove me right. Uh, I I would love to, like, talk to a real physicist on
3: this.
2: But... Um, From what I know, like, so waves, sound waves, you know, they, they, if you look at a wave, like, mathematically speaking, it goes up, and it goes down, up and down in this nice, repetitive pattern. And you can look at it, and you can do some math based on, like, how frequently it's going up and down, like, how quickly the, the wavelength, which is the separation from the tops of the wave itself, like, that's the wavelength, right? So, you could do all these things. Well, so it's going up, and it's going down. If you play a sound... That's essentially exactly the same as that, but it goes up when the sound you wish to cancel is going down. And, of course, it goes down when the other sound goes up. Like, we're talking, like, perfectly. If you were to add those two together, it becomes zero. Like, you're canceling it out because something is high
3: plus something that is the lowest equals neutral, the middle. So imagine it this way. Say so you have the function y equals sine x, right? Right. Yeah, you know, like a little squiggle, squaggle, and now you and now you have the function of y equals sine x plus pi. Yes, you I'm imagining kind of, both
1: of those things perfectly. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you have a squaggle, squiggle, right?
1: Uh,
0: Is that the technical term? And then if you term? add
3: those functions, <laughs> I'm mean, I'm a computer scientist. <laughs> <that's> You're <so. laughs> not. Get out here. I'm a wannabe computer scientist. That's Is any of it um, I, Well, okay. I'm a mean. little bit. I'm a little bit of a computer scientist. I'm a little bit of a mathematician. A little bit of a linguist. A little bit of a uh, physicist. Like I'm a jack of all trades, which means I know a, a little bit of everything and a lot of nothing. So
0: <laughs> you're supposed to be like, I'm not a computer scientist, <laughs> but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a, I'm not an actor. I just play one on TV. That's, I think Matt LeBlanc should have always said that. He might have. I don't I never met the guy. Um, so anyway, you have squiggle, squaggle, y equals sine x, and you have squiggle, squiggle, y equals sine x plus pi. And when you add those two functions together, guess what? You get zero. No matter what x is at any given point, when you add those two functions together, y equals sine x plus sine x plus pi. You get, you get y equals zero. Basically, what we're
2: saying, Mike, is that when you have plus one and you add minus one, you get zero, and that has to happen during the entire sound wave, and therefore it cancels itself out, and you get nothing. Noise canceling, but- we did it. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's that's essentially I think what my is explanation.
3: Happening. Made. Perfect.
2: It sense. was
0: totally noise so, canceling because I started tuning y'all out very early. All right, early so in let's let's all right, let's
3: go so, ahead and
1: hold on. I think I have this. Navani makes the sound that equals the square root of negative one. No,
2: no. it's not imaginary.
3: It has nothing to do with complex numbers. Are you no, 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 no. I think I got this. All right, Mike, look at look at the screen here. See? All right, here's y equals sine x. Squiggle, squiggle, right? <laughs> here equals y, y equals sine x plus pi. Squiggle, squiggle. And so, like, you can see. That, like, however big sine x is. It is like
1: Squeedly versus Meadly (laughs) up in here.
3: (laughs) When, when, wherever y equals sine x is, y equals sine x plus pi has the same absolute value, but negative, right? So, like, oh, y equals, so, like, sine pi over 2 is 1. But sine 3 pi over 2 is negative 1. L- and listeners, I would like to... So if I were to actually put this in, oh sine x plus pi...
1: Tori, just talk just, over him. It's, it's better that like way. Listeners, I would like it's to point zero. out that Dave
0: does have some helpful charts here. And if you you know get on patreon.com slash Cosmerecast <laughs> and throw us some money, then you can join our live recordings and you, could, you too could see these helpful charts and graphs that he's showing us.
1: But but know, legit not, if you just look not at for his this graphs because you've already missed it. Mm.
3: If you so legit look to, at his graphs, you, go you can see your your the top iMac graphing calculator. Type <laughs> y equals sine x, and then type y equals sine in parentheses x plus pi. And you can see, and then if if you still don't believe it, then you can add them together. And you can see that they always add up to zero. Now, here's another. Yeah, the last you, you time I looked at the top Texas the graph.
1: Instruments graphing calculators, they <laughs> were still incredibly expensive. And I don't understand why they haven't fundamentally changed in 30 years. Because you can play Uncle Worm. You can, you, Worm and you can make your own games in them. That's what I did.
0: So now seems like a good time to share a a, a scientific theory of my own uh, that my friends and I came up with together. It's a it's a you know a, a joint project. I can't take all the credit, but this is the elevator music theory um, because I you know I married an engineer and all of my friends also married engineers, and we oh, have this. He can explain we the squiggle, this squiggle, squiggle theory too. that when they get together and they start talking, it. Transforms into elevator music because everything they're saying just you know it just drifts over you like just l- like so much elevator music and bum,
1: bum, ba, da, exactly I like the elevator
3: music in Golden and sixty four,
0: which is what happened yeah. to me just for the past several minutes. I just thought I'd throw that out there.
1: All right, next bullet point, Dave.
3: Chapter ninety seven, scene two, intent. Frozen Voidlight, small noodle, perhaps orzo? Navani's busted. What if Voidlight can't hear Odium's rhythm? Weird gem, go home Navani. According to Russian science, explosion is bigger. (laughs) Raboniel has acted with supreme stupidity. Freedom, aw. Raboniel is going to make an anti-storm light plate and destroy Radiant (laughs) Spren. At least she'll send Nivani a copy of her weekly newsletter, though.
1: Yay.
3: That part went by really fast. Yeah. And I checked the episode schedule, and I don't think that there were fewer episodes. I think we just maybe didn't miss a recording in this part. <laughs> but I really felt like part four went fast. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, yeah. So it turns out Raboniel just wanted science for evil. Who knew? Turns out she lied again. <laughs> she didn't, though. She really was genuinely interested in the advancement of science, but she also wanted to advance yeah, well, science she, to destroy radiance. She was
0: honest in that she wants to advance science so that she can end the war. She just wants to do it through a whole lot of murder and genocide. So
3: I don't think that she was really that deceptive about it, and I also think that Navani was on to her all along. Navani and just wanted
0: to do wanted the science to... so bad.
3: She also wanted a mercy killer kid.
0: Yes. Well,
2: as we find out, that was the real reason she wanted the anti-void light.
1: No. That no. was well, that, that was, was one s-
3: of several reasons.
1: That was <laughs> just uh, yes. an
3: experiment to see if it would work. Oh, they were all yeah, the real Yeah, it reason. was an experiment. Oh, and they like, sent she, it.
0: She, she did say she had to contact the other planet and see if her daughter shows up over there to make sure it worked. Like, she didn't know And she sure. sent
3: a gift basket. She True. sent a gift basket to the family that offered up the body. The body, yeah. The body. That, that her daughter inhabited. Yeah. So, not all bad.
0: But also, yeah, kind of bad. Yeah. Kind of nope.
3: almost mostly bad. Now she's got a Spren stab and knife. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, but I, I love so many Spren. Like, yeah, but there are some. Well,
2: that- she doesn't have it yet.
3: Huyo. Not Huyo. She doesn't uh, have nacho. it yet. She needs to make it based on Navani's notes. Yeah, she still needs to. The, the main key that she needs is this plate that produces the tone. Well no, Craig, she's got the negative, knife she we, just okay. And honor. there are She so many, needs more knife there ammo. There are
0: so many spren that we yeah. love. Yes, but at the risk of sounding psychotic like we we do sometimes. Which spren do you boy. want to die first? <laughs> um, Wait, is this a let's let's take a side.
3: Which one do we want first?
2: Yeah.
0: Which spren needs to be oh, stabbed she, the I'm most? I'm actually
3: not a big fan of Nacha.
2: What? Yeah, but then he manifests yeah. extra arms. To yeah, have be, a rude to make gesture, fun of the I
0: pin. think we've met to, a few to honor sprints recently that could probably stand some stabbing.
3: Uh, how about like, that's a stabbing? Death, wait, whoa! Could they use the knife to kill death sprints so that people become immortal? Holy crap! Navani, get on that. <laughs>
2: well, okay, that so this goes OP. back. This goes back to the earlier discussion where is it and kill rot sprints so people it, don't get, get disease and gangrene? Holy right. crap! Is it the thing that causes the spren to appear, or does the spren make the thing appear? Right.
0: It's an important In honestly. the case of
3: death in the case of death, Solfrenna specifically warded off Death Spren from getting the Kaladin.
1: Okay, we can we can actually we can work this out really easily. If you trap a flame spren in a gym mm. and then you release it next to some kindling, mm. does that kindling catch fire or not? That's our answer. I don't think it so does. So we
0: need some trapped I flame sprain in order to recreate this experiment. But
3: they have trapped pr- flame sprain, and they emit heat. No. It's like, why they trap flame sprain? Mm.
1: They emit heat when or they're they in the right heat. metal structure, metal cage structure. We learned about this back in the beginning of this book.
3: Well, yeah, they need tin or whatever, or pewter, I don't know. They need some kind of Mistborn reference. I forget
1: which Defin, Definitely <laughs> tin oh, or pewter or, or duralumin or odium or... Mercy or Cezid oh, they only or...
3: have so much racium. In fact, I'm pretty sure that Raboniel blows up a dagger and she needs to, like, get someone to scrape all their racium up so that they don't waste it.
1: They they need Martium is what they need.
3: Marsh isn't a shard bearer.
1: Oh, no. I've accidentally spoiled Dave. <laughs> huh.
3: So what if he's, like, actually the shard bearer that holds Ruin and Harmony is actually just preservation all
1: along? Well, then myths would spring up about death with, you know, metal eyes mm. all over the Cosmere. That,
3: that did ha- The whole Cosmere, though. I don't think First of the Sun even has the technology to
1: know about metal.
0: But they've got some great chickens.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Tori has just introduced the concept of great chickens. <laughs> uh, as in <laughs> Are they great wolves. Dire chickens? Dire wolves.
0: Yes. <laughs> No, no, no. We call Isn't those that chocobos. is like a
3: cockatrice? <laughs> oh, Yeah, those do sound delicious. I would does, eat a chocobo. Like if does, I were a Final Fantasy character, I would, I'd eat a chocobo.
1: Does First of the Sun have a ska band named Real Big Chicken? Yep.
3: Didn't we mention that last week? Are we like, going for a streak here? Because if so, we should probably wait till the weather's a little warmer. All right, I think Dave's done. Yeah. Um, I'm out of <laughs> here. Bye, everybody. Bye, Dave. <laughs> Bye, Dave. Dave's gone. Play the thing. This concludes the spoiler free section of our podcast. If you are, as I am, reading along for the first time, we recommend that you stop listening now, as the following will contain spoilers for not only this book, but for other Cosmere books as well. There may also be general spoilers from any other source material. Spoilers begin now. All right, what are we
1: talking about? Craig, you you would me. Why'd you RAFO um, me?
2: Okay, so uh, a number of parts. Um, so. Firstly, the thing about Shalon, I specifically remember that we learned that Shalon had a um, her her mother was working with the Skybreakers, and essentially, yeah, it, I, I think so she knew. We had talked
0: about, and I don't remember if we had a word of Brandon on it, but it was that uh, her mom was like, "Oh, my daughter's developing radiant powers. I guess we gotta kill her," and calls in the Skybreakers, and uh, yeah, then uh. Shallan's like, ah, I'm going to die, and uh, sp- spontaneously summons her shard Magic blade, stab. uh to defend herself. So it, you know, like it was self-defense, and it was um, just pure uh, fear and instinct, and, uh, and then afterwards when she realized what she'd done,
1: mm.
0: which would be a horrible thing.
1: All right, I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. Why didn't the Skybreakers send another Skybreaker or a nail?
2: We don't know. Well, she broke her bonds, so at that point, as far as I know, she was no longer a proto-radiant. She killed her spren, and it's like, oh, it's dealt with, we're good here. we're
0: going to learn more about this in the next book.
2: Maybe. The other thing I refoed you on is Venli. The whole thing with her abandoning the radiance to go rescue her people, she comes back and helps them. Like, that's her whole thing. That lets her say the second ideal. We're gonna see this on screen, okay, so Dave is right. She isn't
1: acting very much in
2: in her ideals.
1: She's That's not sort of I, the point. I would still say that like it's not her responsibility to break free everyone. No, it's
0: but there's it's not her responsibility right in front of her that needs broken free. So like I don't know how you can yeah, talk was, yourself out of that.
1: That was the point I was making. Was like it's maybe for like a level four or a level five of her. Radiant Order, whose name is uh, Oath Doers. Yeah. Yep, you got it, Tori. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Will yeah, Shapers. I don't know what...
0: Will Shapers.
2: She's the a, a first ideal. She's not doing enough that would kill t- Tambor, but she's not really acting in essence of being able to take the second ideal. Yeah, like, she's, not, she's, just... she's
0: not betraying her oath. She just hasn't realized, oh, yeah, my oath applies to this specific thing right here, right now. Uh, so yeah, it, it, right. it's that she's not breaking it; she just hasn't advanced far enough.
1: Yeah, like like she doesn't have to reenact reenact the first season of Prison Break. Like she's she's not at that level yet. But uh, I'm kind of wondering why the Will Shapers then weren't in that one uh, thing of going up against the Skybreakers when they were trying to divide the innocent from the guilty. Was it just because the Skybreakers killed everybody, or or was it that the Will Shapers were actually okay with Skybreakers imprisoning people for purposes of being Skybreaker guilty?
0: Well, the Skybreakers aren't imprisoning people. They're they're skipping straight to the execution phase, so...
1: I feel like the Skybreakers
2: butted heads with a lot of the different Radiant Orders.
0: I can't picture that at all. That was sarcasm. I'm just wondering why, that,
1: why that one um, epigraph from, what was it, Words of Radiance? that mentioned the, the Windrunners and the Skybreakers no, having like, a spirited debate? When they were reading the gems, that was in uh, Oathbringer. Okay. Because that's when they were Aretha. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Just, yeah, I'm wondering why it was the Windrunners and not the Shapers. So those were like... the two things I've you on. Because we, we are only en- at the end of
2: part four. There's still a whole part where we're going to find out a little bit more about Shallan and
1: definitely a lot more about Venli. We're yeah, not there yet. We've got a whole other part where Kaladin gets to be like, you know Kaladin what, Pursuer? Kaladin Stormblast, action therapist. done. <laughs> oh, man. He's he got to kick so much butt. He uh, he just decides that he's too tired to deal with his depression anymore. And he's like, you know what? Screw it. We're just, we're embracing being angry. And Dude, that's bad for you. He destroys the Pursuer. I love it. I can't wait.
2: Like, that's, that's, ah. Oh, mm, chef kiss.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, broken brain. You only let me feel two
2: emotions. I'm picking the other mm-hmm. one. Um okay so uh, i did a lot of bullet points on the whole you know formless discussion just essentially marking different things i'm not really going to go over it um and also of course Shalon's memory from what we have because i did want to see so i did highlight one thing i want to read here her mother with stark red hair a length of metal in her chest as her beautiful green eyes turned to gold, coal. so this is a description i wanted to highlight this not with the blade through her but we have stark red hair and she had green eyes. So, if we find out that Chan- Chandrash or whatever her name is, she looks
1: like this. And then there um, you go. I'm pulling up some Chandarash art. And let's open this in a new tab. And, wow, that's way too big. Nope. Nope. nope, well, nope, I, nope. While
2: you're doing that, I'll read it. Voren artwork tends to present her as a young woman. She's born on Ashen. Uh... Yeah, we don't know. We don't know the color of her eyes, but she's definitely a redhead in the artwork. Like, there's this one fan art that gives her blue eyes, but it doesn't mean anything because we don't have a de- we don't have a description of Channerac, Channerash,
1: whatever. Nope, that's not what I want. Is that? Yay! Okay, here we go. You guys see my screen? I'm sharing. I know yeah, the people was, at that home is the one yeah. because they haven't paid a dollar, but if they did, they could. Hang on, I'm clicking. Or they could just Google Channerash, Channerac art.
0: Yep. Anyway, I've got a nail
1: and a tan rack, and yeah.
0: this thing on the copper mine. Uh, Her current status and whereabouts are unknown, though at least one person has, knowingly or not, met her in recent times. And then if we follow the footnote, it takes us to a word of Brandon from... Where is this? I'd have to scroll up. So let me just read what he said, and then I'll scroll up to see where it was from. Um, So the question is, speaking of the other prologues, I have a loony theory that the assassin Lys is actually the Herald Channa in disguise. And Peter Ulström responds, uh, Shanarak has definitely been seen on screen by at least one character at least one time in the first two books.
2: The first two books. So Hmm. does the mother pop up? Because we definitely had a description of the mother before this book, didn't we? That's the problem. I sort of lump them together. That's sort of the problem of doing this. So it's like things I might read in the next part. I just think I know I read it in my past at some
0: point. Okay, and that was just a miscellaneous word of Brandon from 2017.
1: Okay. Maybe town saw her for a minute on Bray's. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know, gotcha. right, right before she gave up and started a desolation <laughs> that also coincided with the Everstorm that also coincided with... It's, there's too much stuff that happened all at once. True. Definitely true. Um, anyway,
2: uh, I also highlighted this wit... Or not wit, sorry. Um, pattern, you must know what wit said, Pattern replied. He is so wise. He seems to like you and hate everyone else. Ha ha. He made fun of me. It was very funny. I am like a chicken. Ha ha. I feel like Pattern's breaking down. Like Shalan is definitely not following her oaths. Like she's she's covering something up and she's not agreeing um, to the truth. She's she's like covering up more of the truth that she happens to know and she's trying to run away. And I feel like Pattern is sort of like breaking
1: down. And I mean, the creation of Formless is is itself an act of trying to hide the truth from herself. Mm, yeah, which that. would which would damage her bond with Pattern. So. I I think we're just seeing that on screen. And and yeah, with a healthier bond, Pattern wouldn't be, you know, following after her like a dog trying to desperately tell her about a conversation she or he had with Wit, a thing that she told him not to do. Like he'd actually be doing the thing that she told him to do because he would have enough of a brain to go along with stuff. Yeah. Instead of just sort of being forced to follow along after. Kind of like back in Words of Radiance when, when we had, you know, the, the pattern that jumped off the bed and then climbed back up the bed and then jumped off the bed again. Yeah, this, this is sort of like that, yeah. Which, hey, uh, my cat Bear, when he was a kitten and we kept him uh, quarantined for a few weeks until we could get him to a vet and make sure he had all of his shots and make sure he didn't have any internal parasites and stuff, uh, we kept him in a bedroom and he would do that for hours. He would climb up a bed, he would jump off a bed. He would climb up a bed, he would jump off a bed. It was very loud. Well, he had fun. Oh yeah, no, he had a great time. Uh, so I, I'm still uh, so reading I'm the
0: Coppermind entry about Shanna. Uh, sure, in sure. uh she is associated with the number three, which, you know, Shalon being the three. I, I don't know, that kind of struck me as interesting. Um,
1: Shalon is also the three third eldest no she's the youngest she's the baby she's the youngest yeah um,
0: yeah never mind she's associated with the number three the essence spark and the divine attributes of brave and obedient which is kind of Shalon's thing uh you know when she was a child she was very obedient um so i don't know
1: so spark would mean that she's a dust bringer herald right hang on i don't know a... Like that's that's likely her herald blade is
0: she wielded an honor blade that made her surge binder granting her the surges of division and abrasion. Yep, that, that's that sounds like
1: Dustbringer. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure that Ash is going to take over that spot and and become a Dustbringer Radiant to be the it, Dustbringer on Team it. Radiant.
2: Well, and, and that's our perspective of the Dustbringers in the back half.
1: Yep, and then Talon gets to be his own thing, and he'll be the second uh, herald to. To join his own order. Yeah. I, bet. I want to know more
2: about this guy. Like, you know, we're talking about this. I definitely want to know. I want to know everything about the recreance and the false desolation. Because I feel that is the most important. As Dave pointed out, there's some reason that they decided to lay down, you know, their blades and, and break their oaths. Now, I I, I don't think Maya and Elder Spren knew this because of what happened with the false desolation and imprisoning Bayeda Mishram as we see in the epigraphs. That definitely had an effect on creating Deadeyes. They didn't know that would happen. They thought they were just breaking the oaths. And you know they'd still be alive, essentially. <clears throat> so, that definitely plays a part there. But, like, w- there's still a reason they had to choose that. Maybe it's because they realized what the Surges led to on Ashen. Like, the, that was... um, The Surges, they essentially had the powers on Ashen. But it was, you know, the, it was unrestricted. They didn't have a sprint to monitor the the bond so it that sort of caused the destruction of that planet but there's still people living there too like there's so many questions I have related to all of this and I also want to know what the skybreakers know because the skybreakers the spread were there during the recreants and during the false desolation and they you know they did't break the bonds they're and still they, around
1: they didn't die yeah
2: they didn't die they 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 know a lot and they are not saying a thing
1: which seems so weird that like none of the other spren are like hey bro hey bro what happened no they they don't seem to
2: like to communicate in general with each other they're they're very political in how they treat each other um i i give the stormfather a hard time because he also doesn't volunteer information but the stormfather legit i don't think he was fully sentient by then like honor was still around and no no he for sure he might not know Or what he does know is colored by whatever Honor's perspective was, which I'm sure Honor's saying, hey, you're breaking
1: oaths. That's no good. So the list of bond-forming Spren that all the other Spren hate is Honor Spren, High Spren, Ink Spren, Cryptics. Others?
2: (laughs) You're saying they all don't like each other?
1: Well, (laughs) we've got four definitely out of ten that... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
2: I also highlighted old Thytokar has wanted my secrets, Kellic said. In which case, Dave had the bullet point of Thytokar should talk to Kelsier. What do you guys he, think of that?
1: Uh, I mean, it's not quite the same as my, as, as my bullet point at the beginning when we had the preview chapters of like, oh yeah, they don't actually need to go see, uh, what is his name with the Sons of Honor. Uh, Kelleck's name with the Sons oh, of Oliver. Oh, Rush Restaris. Thank you. Like, they Ristaris. don't necessarily need to talk to Restaris. They could just go talk to Kelleck. He knows this stuff. He was around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did not put that together, but I, I put, I got halfway there and then just stopped. <laughs> nice. Um, Dave hasn't even gotten like the big bits that are like, "Hey, idiot, Thydicar is Kelsier." Not yet. I was I was keeping an eye out for that cuz we're going to get Lord of Scars in this book. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Uh okay. oh, have either of you started on Wizard's Guide to Wizarding in Wizard World with Wizards? No. No. Which is definitely the correct name and not completely wrong.
2: I haven't decided. Like I'm I'm doing a reread of Cradle as we talked about last time. Yep. Um getting ready for June. So I don't know. I I do want to read it cuz I remember reading the preview chapter and I'm like, "Huh." This is neat. I want to read more of this. But I don't know when I'm going to have the time to do so. Uh, I've got jury duty in a couple of weeks, so I'm saving it for that. Oh, hey, that's funny. I have jury duty in four weeks. Well, there you go. Uh, so let me let me get through these bullet well points. Uh, the last one for 93 was Kellogg saying, Who else knows I'm here? I feel like I'm close to finding a way off world. Which, of course, he just wants to run away. That's his whole thing.
1: Well, if he hasn't fully transferred his uh, heraldiness to Gavilar... Then he can't get fully off world. Unless
2: there's some other way to get around it. I mean the, the Oath Pack, I think by now, the Oath Pack is basically destroyed. It was in like Taters at the beginning of our of the Storm of the Archive. Tatters. Tatters. Tatters, not Craig. Taters. <laughs> mm, not, not Taters Precious. Taters.
1: <laughs> it was in tatters. Um, oath packed. Boil 'em, stick stick 'em in a soup. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so it. It, it has fallen apart. Um. So may- maybe now he can actually get off-world. Zaheel knows. Just talk to Zaheel. Zaheel.
1: Vasher. Yeah. Vasher knows everything. Vasher uh, knows everything. Unfortunately, uh, in order to learn things from Vasher, you have to audit his 400-level class, and he's very <laughs> particular about who he lets sit in.
2: in. Chapter 94, Epigraph. I was there when bay was captured. I know the truth of the Radiance, the Recreants, and the Nahal spren like it's not just the recreants and Bayada mishram there's something with the bond itself i and hate spren- this
1: epigraph i hate this epigraph so much because the next ones are just like hey bro let Bayada mishram out i yeah. know i know these things that you wish to know let him let the let the, How let the guy tell out
0: people tell people and then maybe they'll be like oh you're right we should do the thing it depends on Let, who he's writing
2: to at this. We don't know... I think this is written as a letter as in, if you found this, then I'm dead. Like, that's how it started, right? I thought and he, so.
1: And he ain't dead. So who, who's who's reading this? Well, not um, the honors friend. They wouldn't open it. It's not... Like, it's not properly stamped. Uh, it's it's not addressed to them. And, you know, stealing mail is a federal crime. Maya, Maya's voice
2: grew louder, gasping breaths punctuated by raging howls. And in that moment, Adolin... Felt her pain somehow. A deep agony and anger? Anger at the honor sprint. Yes, Adeline could feel that agony as if it were his own. He didn't know how, but he could. Followed by take my energy. <laughs> like, this whole thing. He, he's definitely, you know, how close he's gotten. How his bond has grown with Maya. And he, he feels some of that emotion, but he's not quite a radiant. There is something else going on here, as it's described to us.
1: Like, all of the stuff that Maya says and how she says it are super duper important, and we should definitely remember it, and we certainly shouldn't forget the exact wording like I already have. You cannot have my sacrifice, she shouted. Mine, my sacrifice.
2: Not yours, she pointed at the crowd. Not theirs, she pointed at Adolin. Not his, mine, my sacrifice. You cannot have my pain. Mm -hmm. That's that was my interpretation when I read this chapter. This is essentially Oathbringer. You cannot have my pain, but for the uh, the dead eyes,
1: it's not quite as good as uh, Honor is dead. But I'll see what I can do. Or I pooped myself in shardplate three times <laughs> on purpose, <laughs> just to try it out. Just Brandon, just just reminding you, you have some high points. If you want to beat them, you you really gotta you gotta swing for the fences, buddy. Well, um. Anyway, yeah. She
2: saw, okay, this is Venli in the, the back flashback, excuse me, flashback. She saw something that enjoyed the killing, a force that seemed to be growing with the new storm, a force that loved passion, anger, any emotion, but especially those that came when people struggled. Emotion was never stronger than when someone died. This force sought it, craved it. So is this the thrill that she sees, or is this odium?
0: I think it's the thrill.
1: Okay, that's, I thought it was the thrill as well. I thought it was odium. That read more like Odium than The Thrill. The Thrill is all about fighting, not not so much dying or killing. Like, The Thrill even, even likes just a challenge. Like, remember when uh, Dalinar and Elikar had their little shard plate foot race? Mm, right. It's they, like, they oh, I, I know this feeling. Yeah. yeah, I
2: like this. It's true. Okay, well, then, then maybe she's sensing Odium starting to come through. All right. Which,
1: um... I mean, presumably it Odium didn't actually come through with the forming of the storm, but maybe he would have like started to, and it's just a really long process. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was essentially the start
2: of the true desolation. Yeah. We just don't know how long it takes for Odium to get on planet. Um, and now the, the Navani chapter, a wave could be negated. It's opposite created and presented in a way that nullified the original, canceling it out. They called it destructive interference, which is a legit thing. You can Google and find out if you want to know how this works. Um, and then I just highlighted when she played the tone, void light was shoved out of the sphere, attached to the plate. It was pushed away from the source of the sound. And I don't know, I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, Kelsey, you're saying for every push, there's a pull, or whatever, however that quote goes. That, that's yep. sort of what this reminds me of. It's physics. It's physics. Uh, as when measuring spren, which reacted to your thoughts about them, this tone needed intent, capital I intent, to be created. You had to know what you were
1: trying to do. Which isn't how physics works. No, this is not how physics. And in fact, it's the the opposite of how scientific uh, testing actually does work.
2: But you'll note that Navani even says this makes sense. Like This is is what she expects. Because the way things operate in the Cosmere, uh, Command, capital C Command, and capital I Intent are very important. They're sort of the fundamentals of how investiture works. Intent and Command. And in this case, you need an intent in order to create the anti-void light. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah. Okay. By the so, way, I
2: I highlighted like four times as much. Do you see what I do for you what? guys? I only the only the choice bullet points for you. Wow. We have
1: <laughs> five episodes left of this what? book.
2: No. Oh, my, and then we read Lost Metal. Is that next? Yeah,
1: should be. Or or White Sands. No, Mike. No. What if we just didn't? What if we just never read White I, Sand? I,
2: no, I, I have it next to me. I'm just gonna read it without you. We could read it, guys. Craig, we nobody can do is this stopping together. you from
1: reading White Sand on your own. No,
2: no. Let's do this together. Let's all read at Dave pace and do White Sands together at the same time. How fun would that ah. be? Yes. I gotta Tourism. order it
1: though. I don't wanna.
2: Okay, well, we'll think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. We'll talk about it off stream.
1: I have I have volume one, but, like, I don't, don't want to... It's <laughs> so much funnier to me if we just don't. No, we, we got... It's a Cosmere thing. We got to eventually read it. Okay, Craig, imagine this. Just picture this in your head. We go straight to White Sand 2, whenever that <laughs> happens. You mean when he actually does the written prose version? Or whatever. However it ends up existing. Like, once the sequel to White Sand is out.
2: Oh, the, the actual sequel, I see.
1: Yeah. We do White Sand 2. We never, we never do White Sand 1. Except, of course, the bit that was in um, Arcanum Unbounded that Dave gave us his best work, uh, which was <laughs> filling, in, filling in speech bubbles without actually reading what was there originally. Yeah. All right. I think that's an mm-hmm. episode. Bye, everybody.
0: Good night, internet. Bye. This has been the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at at CosmereCast, or like us on Facebook. Our theme music is Traveling Made Up Continents by Gillicuddy, used with permission. Hear more from him at the Free Music Archive. Thanks for listening.